You're listening to Living Out Loud. I'm Mary. I'm Bridget. And I'm Monse. And we are Sinners on the Journey to Sainthood. Come road trip with us as we live out loud. We've made it to episode five. Y'all have made it to episode five. Woot woot. Woot woot. (laughs) So in honor of our episode five, we were like, okay, what should we talk about this time? Um, And so we were like, let's just do like a five thing. So we're going to be talking about just like friendships and random things we think about like that are important in friendships, but it's five things because, you know, episode five. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we're not being like, this is like our expert advice, but it's just things we've reflected on throughout Mm. the years and just like thought about and like have grown in and grown to know. So, yeah. Yeah. So the first, um, I guess, thing to look for in a friendship um, that we came up with as a group is authenticity. Um, Authenticity to me means feeling comfortable with another person to be yourself. And it's also this, like, relationship that requires trust and giving of one another to each other. Um, So, for example, you would probably start, like, with maybe a little bit of, like, a wall up to somebody that you don't know. But as you get to know them over time, that wall might start to, like, break down. And that vulnerability piece comes in because you build that relationship with them. And I think through, like, conversation that is genuine to you and to the other person and honesty. And, you know, calling each other on, that leads to this ability to be authentic, A. And B, to um, reach a place in your relationship or friendship that allows you to be truly who you are with that other person. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think also that, like, yeah, going off of that, you shouldn't, like, feel like you have to be a certain version of yourself around, like, your friends. Mm. Um, Because then, yeah, one, that's obviously not being authentic. Um, You're just, like, hiding the realness of, like, who you are, um, and it's super easy to, like, be, like, okay, with this person, I can be, like, this level of me, and with this other person, I can only be this level of me, um, and, like, it's something normal that happens, I think, for sure, because, like, I mean, the more you know someone, the, like, more they're able to know you, which is, like, I think healthy, but, yeah, like, also knowing that there's a difference between, like, being able to like you feel like you can't be yourself and a difference where like um you're just growing to know each other and you just Mm. keep like revealing yourself to each other in that it's kind of like just really random but like you know like when you're getting to know christ and like the monsters in the eucharist the more you like sit there and like spend time with him to get to know him like the more like you're opening up your heart to him and like i mean he already knows you but like (laughs) um the more you're allowing him to know you. And it's the same thing in friendships. It's, like, you choose how much you allow someone to know of you, but, like, don't ever, like, try to, like, be someone you're not. Mm. I think that's really important, and I think that's something that comes with age, too. Um, You know, 
from middle school to like I would even say college age you're figuring out who you are and so it's easy to like fall into being like a different person even if it's not like completely like losing all of your values but kind of like masking the truth of who you are just to like Mm. fit in and it's not easy like there's that desire to people please as well and so I'm glad you touched upon that because it's an ongoing thing and I think over time like you you learn um really just how to like be who you are with anybody and like there's gonna be times too that like people are gonna disagree with you or they're not gonna like attributes about you and you just have to be okay with that because like we our work is is rooted in Christ and that's what matters Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you guys have already made great points I think on this list it like really separates this list of the five things that we've come up with um I feel like really separates like um what's the word like acquaintances or like Mm. just kind of friends from like really like friend friends true friends and like with this authenticity like that's just definitely the case like in authenticity you like allow yourself to be vulnerable um to this person and like you just let your true self shine more and um in that I think yeah it a beautiful friendship can form um and develop even further mm. very well said Mary yeah that's a really good point um one of the other things that like number two number two for the win number two hey yo accountability <laughs> um yeah I think that like a friend a real friend should always like push you for like greater and not like be settled like they shouldn't just be like okay like yeah like don't do anything today or like I mean sometimes there's like you know lazy days but like well like if there's something that you really wanted to do like for example this is something that I like about Bridget and I's friendship we were like we want to start going to 8am mass for lunch and like we call each other even when we each both don't want to wake up. <laughs> We're just like, are you up? <laughs> um, so yeah, holding each each other accountable in that, mm. like that way, or like you can also hold each other accountable for like, have you been eating today? Or right. like, yeah, it's like always like helping each other out when you know that like that might be like something that someone struggles with or yeah, I don't know. I think that's great points mm-hmm. um, for all of you who are Matthew Kelly fans. He coins the term, be the best version of yourself and his little accent. And I always loved that phrase growing up um, because it like that's truly what friends do. And even family is they call each other on with love, like Monte was saying. And it's not always easy. Sometimes hearing the truth, um, even mm-hmm. if it's put in a way that like is kind, is still very difficult to hear and digest. And then, you know, change. And so, um, yeah, it's really really a gift to keep each other accountable, but it's not always easy. And um, I think if we just remind ourselves that, like, we are trying to get to heaven together and, like, we're on this journey together, it's, um, it's rewarding no matter what comes from that conversation. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bridget, going off that. Um, this uh, aspect of friendship is like a super hard one, at least for me personally. Because mm. um, I feel like even with my friends that I'm close with, it's hard to like, mm-hmm. um, like draw from that aspect of holding each other accountable because I know it's like already hard enough for me to hold myself accountable mm-hmm. to things that I wanted to do do or get done or whatever accomplish and mm-hmm. like I feel at that time and time again and so to try to um, mm-hmm. do that in a friendship and hold someone else accountable to something um, and like you know call them out um, if needed you know I know that's like super hard for me Mm. Um, but when it's coming from like a place of just wanting the best for your friend, mm. then th- I feel like that's what makes it uh, worth it and like doable even because um, you see the good in it and not like you're not seeing it from the view of like, oh, I'm such a hypocrite, you know, mm. like I'm not even holding myself accountable or whatever. But like um, <clears throat> you're just trying to will the good for y- your friend um even when it's hard for you that's a good point too i think it's like i think of like the savior complex of like oh like if we are help like putting in our position or putting ourselves in a position of power even if we don't look at it like that but like we're telling somebody what to do it makes it look like yeah like oh we don't need the help um but that in reality that's not true like we're all we all need to be called on for different things we're all Mm -hmm. growing in different ways and God, like, allows us to come into perfection with him through community. And, like, the community that you build with your sisters and brothers in Christ allows you to grow closer to him and also their strengths help with your weaknesses and vice versa. Yeah. Very cool. So this is a really random, um, sorry. It, it goes with this. I don't know why I thought <clears throat> about this. Because it's been kind of just, like, stuck in the back of my mind for a while now. I was watching, <laughs> this is not like to be like, yes, like the crown. This is not a, what's a, what's the word? Like, shout out type of yeah. thing? Or what, yeah. you know, you know like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, like when you get money for it. Promo. Oh, not, promo. This is like not a promo, but yeah, I was watching <laughs> the crown and um, <coughs> I forget what the king's name was before like Queen Elizabeth, but he basically was the brother of the king but then the that like king stepped down um and so then that's when queen elizabeth's dad took place and that's how queen elizabeth became queen because like the other king stepped down but that prior king stepped down because i think he i don't know if he like remarried or like when he did marry like she was not like they didn't support the marriage, mm. and so she couldn't be, like, in England or something. I might have that all wrong, but basically, he stepped down because he couldn't have the support of his wife because he couldn't, like, they couldn't, like, be, together. like, legitimately together or something like that. <clears throat> so, not that, like, I don't know if, like, all that was, like, politically correct or whatever, blah, 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 but just, like, the fact that, like, um, just the idea of, like, someone stepping down from a role because like they like their wife is like the support system to them like they couldn't do something of like such like power without like having someone like beside them throughout the whole way and so like when Bridget was just talking about how like yeah even if like you seem to have like power or like feel like you're telling like people what to do like it's not just like 
it shouldn't be coming out of a place of like power but rather like you're holding each other accountable like supporting Mm. each other out of love because you know that like you can't just do it by yourself it's with like community with others and like communion and yeah i just thought that was interesting any whoosies yeah um but number three what we got here we've got (laughs) number three number three selflessness and (laughs) sacrifice it's like both together Mm. no it's two basically but it's both of them together yeah they go together well Mm -hmm. Uh, my first like thought when like you said those words were like the song count on me by bruno mars (laughs) um because i truly like feel like that's what it means it's like you like, do little things um, to, like, go, like, that, like, go out of your way, but, like, yeah, go out of your way to, like, make someone else's day. For example, it could be, like, oh, like, my friend is studying for a hard test. I'm going to go get her, like, a coffee, and that'll push her through, like, for the morning. It's, like, things that, like, are little but, like, are so meaningful or even to, like, not a money quantity. It could be, like, a little note that you leave for them. Um mm-hmm. Or it could be a time where, like, they really need help and they're in the hospital and, like, you take off work to help them. And I think, like, that's, like, tr- like truly so beautiful is, like, that, that act of sacrifice and, and selflessness and, um, like, service to them. Mm-hmm. That's, it, it's just beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I feel like I'm just, like, speechless because I think it's such a gift mm-hmm. to, like, be able to serve and help someone in that community, like, in, in your community. Um yeah, I think it's such a beautiful gift that God has allowed us to give to one another is the ability to be there and serve. Because we are able to help people in their um, lowest state and maybe like a vulnerable state by being that divine healer and allowing God who's in Jesus, who's the divine physician and teacher to guide us through that. Mm-hmm. I think another thing, <clears throat> like, another aspect of that is just, like, the little ways that you can be selfless and, like, sacrifice for your friends just, like, by, um, like, listening to them in conversations, mm-hmm. like, snapping yourself out of, like, being focused on what you want to say to them and mm-hmm. then, like, just mm-hmm. being present to what they're saying to you yeah. and, like, basically being selfless in that, like, you're, like, truly devoting and spending your time with them like not just to be talking about you but also like to like be present for them and with them in that moment I like the thing that you guys both highlighted of like little things because I feel like sometimes you think of like sacrifice as something that has to be big because like I mean it makes sense that like we think it has to be something that's big because (laughs) because it's like I mean, the ultimate sacrifice was Jesus on the cross, and obviously that was, like, huge. <laughs> so I think, I mean, it's reasonable for all for us to always think that it has to be big, but, like, no, yeah. Just, like, all of our little sacrifices can, like, build up to be, like, something big. Um, so I like that you guys said, yeah, the little things. Um, but it's also just cool to see how, like, every time that you do sacrifice, like, when you like you like you don't want to at first and you're just like but I like love them and I'm gonna do it but then like after you do something 
um, that cause of, like, less of yourself for someone else, like, it just makes you feel more full. Mm -hmm. Like, you just have, like, a fullness of, like, oh, I hope that, like, made them, like, feel better or, like, that brought a smile to their face. Like, that's worth more than, like, if you had, like, given something to yourself or given yourself more time or, like, yeah. It's just interesting how, like, in giving you're like receiving in a way too like Mm -hmm. your heart is just like growing like wider huger massive i think that's part of like saint francis's prayer where it's where he says something like it's in giving that we receive yeah and then i know saint faustina in her diary says like um uh what is it in your service i find myself Mm. restful Mm mm-hmm and I think that's really beautiful because it's so true. Like, we're meant to give of ourselves. <clears throat> I think one of the easiest ways we can, like, serve and um, sacrifice for others is just, like, offering them up in our prayer intentions. It's such a like, easy way to do that, and oftentimes we forget to do that. Um, like, we're so quick to be like, oh, yeah, we'll pray for you on that, and then we mm. don't follow through with it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's just, like, one of the, the most powerful ways to pray or, like, serve someone is through prayer and i think it's largely forgotten so that's another i think thing that i definitely something i want to work on and i would encourage others to as well mm-hmm. number four is like a little juicy-ish one <laughs> um boundaries one thing i would like to say before like we actually get into it is how like um sometimes you just think how boundaries are just for in relationships, but it's also friendships. Um, so, yeah. But what do they look like in friendships? That's the question. Well, for me, I I know, like, thinking about this um, topic for friendship, I was just like, ooh, yeah, that is spicy. Like, for me personally, I feel like um, that's a huge, like, um, milestone, I guess you could say, in friendship, like, um, personally, like, if I'm able to, like, say no to someone, or, like, Mm -hmm. cancel on plans, because, like, I'm just so exhausted, or overwhelmed with stuff going on, or, like, whatever, just need more time to, like, finish something, instead of, like, the plans we initially had, um, I, (laughs) one second, (laughs) okay, um, like, if I'm able to uh, cancel or, like, say, I'm so sorry, I'm, like, too busy. Like, that is a huge, like, uh, what, what would be the word? Like, yes, milestone, but, like, it's it just a lot shows, about yourself. Yeah, it shows me that, like, I can really, like, trust that person, rely on them to, like, un- be understanding. And, like, that just shows me that oh yeah like I am really good friends with this person when I'm able to say like I'm so sorry because for me that's hard with other people to cancel if I'm busy Mm. I'll still try to fit them in and stuff Mm. but like when it's a really good friend like (laughs) it kind of sounds like it should be the opposite but um when it's a really good friend I feel like I know that it's okay to tell them no Mm. to something Mm -hmm. if like I am really busy yeah I think it it goes to like with the idea of like you can't help others if you're not helping yourself and so you have to be at a place too where you're like like holistically fed like mentally spiritually physically and emotionally okay before being able to do that to someone else and help them in that state and not that you like you can't like 
be down or off your guard with your friends, but you know, some some friendships require more of you than others. Um and that's just the nature of friendships is that like there's going to be people that like just get you in a different way than other friendships. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be things that you can share with one friend that you might not share with another, and there's nothing wrong with that, but um again, that's just like the level of um vulnerability that you guys have like unofficially established and that's okay Mm -hmm. as well um but yeah I think like the number one thing is self-care for you before helping others is so important and I think a necessary boundary to ensure that the friendship um is healthy I feel like (laughs) when I think I remember just like what no I think what (laughs) I remember thinking um (laughs) I remember thinking how like oh, like, self-care, like, then, like, all about me, 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 and I used to be like, huh? But, like, I feel like now, after, like, growing and understanding, like, not that, like, you come first always, but, like, yeah, like, you can't, there's a certain time where, like, if you know that, like, you can't do something, like Mary was saying, like, or you're just too tired, or, yeah, if it would actually be for the best of the friendship to, like, not like go out for coffee that day and just like do homework or like go to bed early or something um yeah there should definitely be a boundary and I think the key thing is like not feeling like you shouldn't feel bad guilty yeah yeah you should not feel guilty for like having to like cancel something or being like oh like I'm just been like too busy or like anything like that like I don't think that if there's ever times in your friendship where you're feeling guilty because, um, um, you're, like, I don't know how to say this, like, you're making, I don't know, like, a real, I think in my mind, I, a real friendship shouldn't have to, like, depend on so many factors, mm. but just on the core, like, thing that you are friends, and it shouldn't have to be, like, Oh, like, how much time are we spending together? If we're not spending this much time together, then I guess you're not as important to me as, like, you thought type thing. Like, even if you don't spend so much time together, it matters just the time that you do spend together. If you're actually, like, being able to be real with each other, like, have that vulnerability, um, those good conversations and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, I think boundaries are... It's such an interesting thing because I think it's a mix between sacrifice and um knowing like yourself because there will be times mm. where like yeah sometimes you might be tired um but sometimes you do have to like go that extra um like stretch because you care for that friendship and you're like it has been a while since I spent time with them and I do want to be with them right. so I'm just going to put my tiredness aside but then there are other times where it's like okay like this may not be for the best of me and like yeah I don't know if any of that makes sense, but yeah. I think it segues really nicely into our fifth uh, point, which is about like Mm. seasons of friendships. Um, So yeah, I once heard a saying and it was like, I'm not really sure who it's by, but it was people come into your life for a season or reason or a lifetime. And I think that's like so true. And just the relationships I've had like in my short 20 years of life, (laughs) but um. Yeah, like, to Monse's point before about boundaries, I think, like, there's going to be certain friendships that, like, you might realize, hey, like, they're not putting in as much, and I'm not sure, like, I want to be putting in as much, and so, like, this the friendship, like, slowly, like, fades away, yeah. and that's, like, natural and okay to do. Then mm-hmm. there's relationships that, like, 
might make you feel anxious and that comes into question of like Mm -hmm. okay is this like healthy for me maybe it's like um not leading to a fruitful place and then there's relationships where like these people are like the pick up where you left off kind of friend where it could Mm -hmm. be months and they like just know you and your heart and Mm -hmm. are able to like minister to that Mm -hmm. and so I think it's really cool how friendships work because through each relationship with another person like God has equipped you to help each other and to be there for one another and I think like it only magnifies your other relationships with people because you're able to take like different like skills that you've learned in those relationships to these mm-hmm. other these other friendships yeah those are some great points um I remember after coming back from Austria Bridget and I were talking about like friendships and like Brid- I feel like Bridget probably just like learned a lot about this or like grew a lot in a lot of ways with this and just like came to terms with it mm-hmm. and so when I was talking to her it was just like so like kind of like comforting to hear but yeah I feel like some especially with like I don't know like going to high school and then coming to like a university like all your friends that you have in high school like you're still friends with them but like it's normal to like realize that there is change and change isn't Mm. bad like I think for me especially since like I graduated a year early I basically left like all my high school friends while they were still in high school um and then I just like went off to college and so then coming home was like so like odd because like they all were still in high school and all were like still living that high school life and like knowing each other in that way while I was just like experiencing something completely new in a completely Mm. new environment away from home like being pushed to like make like new and different friends and like it was really cool but like yeah I was just like so weirded out by it at first because like I still loved my friends so much but like it's like I was just in such a different place in life then um and looking back at it then it was like just like a seasonal change you know um and yeah, like, your friends, like, you can stay friends with people, like, for a while, um, but sometimes, like, some friendships are going to be stronger than others, and, yeah, it's, like, it's really cool to see how, like, yeah, there's reasons for friendships, times for friendships, um, and they're all there, like, I don't know, yeah, I'm ending this very oddly, but, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, going off that, Monse, I feel like this topic is kind of hitting close to home because I'm in my senior year and I feel, well, for example, Bridget and Monse are in their junior year and um, just a lot of my friends, I feel like, are younger or staying back, um, whereas I'm graduating and, like, um, it's just, yeah, hard because I know, like, that transition from high school to college is so true. And then I can only imagine, like, from college to life is also uh, that way or maybe even uh, bigger of, like, a change, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I phrase that well. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, and especially coming to school out in Ohio and being from California and just not being totally sure what I'm doing with my life after mm-hmm. graduation. Um like, yeah, it's like, I don't know how much I'll be able to see all of these lovely friends that I've been able to meet out here um, after graduating. And I think like one of the main takeaways from this and that, even like though it's hard to realize in the moment and like fully appreciate, I guess, is that friendships are just a gift, no matter like how long you may have them or like mm-hmm. how often you get to see them. Like um, friends are gifts, you know, um, 
And so, like, yeah, to just cherish whatever form of friendship um, that you've gotten to, to experience or whatever or are experiencing. Uh, yeah. And Mary, I love how you were saying that, like, every friendship is a gift. No matter, like, how long <laughs> you do you have them for or whatnot, whatnot. But, like, something Bridget was saying earlier when we were talking about this before recording is how, like, every friendship is good. Um, and, like, I mean, in the time, and there might be, like, toxic friendships that you, like, may have to cut, or, like, yeah, just different things, but, like, it's cool to see how, like, every time, like, God manages to, like, have something good come from that, because whether it be, like, a great friendship that brings goodness into your life, and you just, like, every time you hang out and talk, like, you feel, like, just, like, so lifted inside, or sometimes where, yeah, you realize a friendship may not actually be the best for you, but, like, after the fact you realize how much that like taught you and like how much growth came from that like there's always something good that comes from like relation with others which is cool because it goes off of like the whole community thing like Mm -hmm. you're meant for that and like I mean we're not all meant to be best friends but we're all still meant for that and so that's why like it's so easy to like grow because we're actually Mm -hmm. allowing ourselves to be together Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and I think something for all these tips is that like we aren't perfect, um, as humans, and so, like, you know, you can come up with, like, the perfect textbook, um, definition of, like, what a friendship looks like, and what, like, ways you can add and, and benefit a friendship, but, like, it's not always going to look, like, as pretty as a movie, it's gonna be, um, rough and tough, and it's so rewarding, though, the friendships that you pour into, and just the ways that God, like, wants to, um, multiply, multiply (laughs) multiply the fruits of these relationships that he's allowed us to build with people on earth good stuff hot topic (laughs) (laughs) okay so it is time (laughs) drum roll please (laughs) the hot topic for today's episode is Old school versus new school Heck <laughs> cars. Yeah. Cars. So yeah. Mm. They didn't. <laughs> um. Who would like to opinion state their opinion first? Well, as someone who feels like her purgatory on earth is cars, <laughs> I feel like I am very well versed on this. I am a big proponent for the old school cars. While they may have. <laughs> some problems depending on what car you have i think number one is easier to find parts to replace it and it's more often cheaper because it's older two you have less of like electrical problems in regards to like electronic wise because these cars are not built with all these like fancy gps's and things um three i just think it's just like cool to ride around in like a an older car and have the classic vehicle plate um and yeah i just have like i'm just very fond of old cars i think they they just like have special meaning for me because i've gotten to work with my dad on my car um especially when it was like in the heat of like dying and things so yeah rest (laughs) in peace sal um not her dad the car (laughs) yeah not my dad (laughs) that is right and so honestly i really like old cars because oh another thing too is like you can pay for them out of cash or like with cash 
versus like taking out loans for the most most part at least that's like what my parents taught me and so I think like old cars you know do have problems and like you are going to have to like make sure you're keeping up on the maintenance but I think they also just have this really cool sentimental value at least for me and like my experience and hashtag pro old school cars (laughs) it's funny that I find myself agreeing with Bridget (laughs) I kid I kid no, I am definitely an old school car gal myself. Um, very passionately, passionately so. One, just for the appearance though, like I find it so much harder for me to like think that a new car is like a nice looking car. Like I love cars. I think they're so pretty, but really it's only the old ones I think are pretty. I have a whole Pinterest board dedicated to them. <laughs> Anywho, but they're just so like, classy in a way and I feel like I don't know just knowing that like a car has like made it through so much makes it like feel even more dependable in a way um because like as much as like all the new like high techy stuff is nice too but yeah like you can't like when it comes to electrical things like a mechanic can't always change that nowadays like it has to be a specialist and then it gets even more expensive and it's just like so tricky um And it's, like, I'd rather have something that I know that I could have some, like, form, like, I could have some sort of, like, knowledge to be able to, like, be, like, okay, this is what's wrong, or, like, I can, like, do this to help it, or, like, whatever. Um, Also, growing up, like, my dad always, like, loved doing the maintenance on the cars, and I find, I would find that really cool, because he'd just be, like, out there all the time, just, like, checking out what's up with the cars and blah, blah, blah. Um... And so, yeah, it's kind of, like, a cool way, like, you can be dependent, like, self-dependent on your own, like, form of transportation without, like, and then, like, with a new car, you have no idea exactly what you're relying on, mm-hmm. just a bunch of, like, high-techy stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, just, like, the look of the old cars, though, too. I think old cars, a lot of them, at least, are real schmexy, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, they just, they just look great. Um yeah, I could say a whole lot about them. But, yeah, it's just, like, nice to have a good, sturdy, bulky car. Mm-hmm. Um, I love me my Henry. He is a 2005 Honda CRV, And he's pulling through. He's a good car. Good, good car. He is. It's me liking. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Mary. <laughs> hmm. Well, see, I'm glad you mentioned Henry being, like, a 2005, you said, car. Mm. Because in my head, with this topic being brought up, like, I was literally thinking, like, retro, like, 60s cars. Oh, for uh, sure that. Yeah. That, yeah. too. Okay, so I'm Just not still... anything, like, super electrical. Yeah, okay, okay. Because I have, like, a 2008 car, and it is not nothing like the cars of today. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> she's real nice, but she's not, like... She doesn't have one of those, like, backup cameras or, like, mm-hmm. any of that. No seat heaters. No, <laughs> no like, what's it called? Like, electrical, like... She's got like, the bare minimum. Yeah, what's it... What, what is that called? Like, console thing. Um, you know, yeah. with the like media GPS control thing. type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, thankfully I've never had to deal with that. But I, I feel like that is such, like, a burden... I feel like I've also heard that with, like, laundry machines and stuff. Oh, <laughs> like, the with the electric mm-hmm. stuff just breaking down and, like, malfunctioning. That would be so annoying because it's literally, like, all the parts are there, but just because it's controlled mm-hmm. through 
the like the control panel electronic thing. stuff and that part is going mm-hmm. haywire like yeah <clears throat> i don't know it's frustrating so i've never had to deal with that but that sounds terrible that being said i do <laughs> see that there are like pros about like new technology and like mm-hmm. i would appreciate like having a gps I, like you know but also i use my phone for that so i don't know um but like i do appreciate when cars have like the what's it called like apple what is it apple, apple car oh. apple play i don't apple know car play. Yeah, <laughs> something like that and, yeah it's just super nice um but like yeah i also just wouldn't want that to be the reason my car is out you know like that's such a minuscule thing but like to have to press like the power on button for your car instead of use keys i feel like that's also just so weird um mm-hmm. it is and like yeah for your car to have to be so dependent with that stuff that's not cool <laughs> um but yeah so pros and cons to each uh like i guess i didn't really list cons for old cars um i don't know like they i guess for like the old old cars worse gas mileage i think and like mm. um i don't know yeah that lack of technology i suppose but um mm, i don't know that's tricky i maybe if they they made like nice cars that didn't rely so much just on like the electrical aspects of it um that would be nice like for example like even if that monitor like that um console part at the front was like out not working like it doesn't mean you can't drive you know right. that would be nice um i mean maybe that's the case i um, don't know cars but um yeah <laughs> i don't know but i agree there are also like a lot of good looking old cars out there as well it's true so yeah there's my really lukewarm answer <laughs> my, really my lukewarm answer. topic <laughs> answer <laughs> so yeah. <clears throat> Thank you guys for joining us on this our fifth episode. Woo-hoo. Yeah, woot woot. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sticking around. Um we're excited to like keep going. Um but yeah, thanks for listening. And remember to live out loud. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>